Repent and believe in the gospel, Jesus says. When Jesus calls you by name, Edward, repent and believe in the gospel. David, repent and believe. Suzanne, repent. When he calls us by name, how do we receive this? What do we notice going in our hearts? With what tone is the Lord speaking these words directly to us? Do we hear condemnation or a put down as if the Lord is saying, what's wrong with you, Edward? Or David, you are hopeless. Gently, I would say, if we hear any subtlety or that tone, that is not of the Lord, that is of the enemy. Rather, it is hopeful and affirming whenever we hear the Lord say, repent, and he calls us by name. We ought to hear, I love you, Edward, and I care about you. He loves enough to care, because if he didn't love us, he wouldn't care enough to call us to repentance. When he invites us to repent, perhaps we ought to hear this translation. I have so much more for you than what you are currently choosing to settle for. In John chapter 10, what is it that Jesus says? He says, I have come to take your life away and to make you feel miserable. No, that's not what he says. He says, I have come that you may have life and have it to the full, the fullness of life. So the call to repentance is not a condemnation, but rather it is hopeful. It is affirming. Our hearts ought to leap with joy. We ought to rejoice when the Lord says, repent, and he calls us by name. The verb in Greek, metanoeo, literally means to change one's mind or purpose. But we're not talking about like a surface level change, something flippant. You know, I'm trying to think. Uh, it's not like indecisive, oscillating between food choices at a restaurant. I had that experience on Monday. No, we're talking about a profound shift in thinking. Profound, not superficial. It is transformed thinking. And as St. Paul tells us, be transformed by the renewal of your mind. Do I allow the Lord to transform, to radically, not superficially, to radically transform how I think and view, for instance, my enemies? And speaking of enemies, in the first reading, do you know the situation between Jonah and Nineveh? So the context is the Assyrians of Nineveh were considered the greatest enemy of northern Israel at the time of Jonah. And Jonah is obviously an Israelite. So the Ninevites are considered basically public enemy number one. He hates the Ninevites. And Jonah is in need of a lot of conversion because if we're frank, he wants them to burn. And he's really angered when they actually repent and he sees the Lord's love for them. This would be like the equivalent of telling Chiefs fans, God loves Bills fans. God loves Bills fans and he died for Bills fans and he bled out for them and he loves them just as much as Chiefs fans. That might be hard for you to receive just as it was hard for Jonah to receive. And Jonah, let's face it, needed a radical transformation of his mind and of his heart, of how he views and thinks about the Ninevites. 
And do we likewise allow the same? Do we allow the Lord to transform how I view and think of others? Those who I dislike, those who I might consider my enemy, those who have hurt me, those who think differently than me, or the opposing political persuasion, or those with radically differing lifestyle choices. You know, a mark of human maturity is the ability to authentically love those who you vehemently disagree with. Wow, isn't that so necessary today in 2024? When we consider Jonah and the Ninevites, who actually responded to conversion? The Ninevites, it seemed like, were extraordinarily open to conversion. In fact, they immediately start repenting. Who actually needed repentance? Jonah or the Ninevites? Well, we all do, but who still needed conversion? It was Jonah. That was a paradox that God needed the messenger to be converted way more than he needed the Ninevites to be converted because Jonah still has a hardness of hearts. And what about us? Perhaps it might be so easy for us to think about all of the lost souls or anyone who's different than me, but conversion begins with me. Do I allow the Lord, am I open to the Lord's power of radically transforming the way that I think in view be transformed by the renewal of your mind lord we ask you hear our prayer jesus we give you full permission to radically transform the way we think and we view others